ever Ooh. find out, by the way, what this would cost us, Trista? You were supposed to do the research for us. It's got to be like a, I'm gonna just guess. I think it's a hundred grand. I would think at least a hundred grand with all these screens. I think it's a hundred grand. Yeah, I think if we're being fair, that's that's a reasonable number. James Harden gonna make his Clippers debut tonight. How long before James Harden requests a trade from the Clippers, guys? How long until the Suns <laughs> actually play a game all together, like the entire? Team? Oh, I think it'll be probably January. Christmas. You know, That'll Bradley be Christmas. Beal. The Christmas uh, it'll be, the, for it'll be literally fans. the Christmas game, probably the Christmas game. Suns all together. It's Brooklyn 2.0 out there. Yeah, it, it is. is. It is. No, it really is. Yeah. And uh, I think even Suns fans are starting to see it. It's yeah. tough sledding out there. You know, Yusuf Nurkic has, is one of the worst at the rim scores you've ever seen in your life. I yeah, tried well, to tell you've seen that. it a lot. So. Oh, my God. He's just one of the softest players that's seven feet tall I've ever seen. So congratulations to the Suns for getting off that DeAndre Ayton contract. But Yusuf Nurkic doesn't look much better, honestly, for $18 million. Yeah, I'm done with the uh, done with the rebounding props for Nurkic because every time I bet over on his rebounds, he gets in foul trouble. So I'm done with him. He's dead to me. Yeah, the Suns experiment looks bad. Memphis looks like they could be the worst team in the league, honestly. But then uh, they get Ja back. And, and when then it's all better. At Christmas. They'll be like one. They'll be like three and 23 or three and 22. When those guys are on the floor together, that'll be my favorite team maybe in league history, though. I'm kidding. Just bamming. I love Just like I love the D guy. Rose to Jaw lob and vice versa. Yeah. Marcus Smart got into it. Yeah. Got if Derek could even get up anymore. Yeah, exactly. No, Derek could still get up. Derek's a young man. He just got married, you know. Joe Congratulations, Joe Kim did the ceremony. I saw that, which which brought was a tear just, to my eye. Taj Gibson was throwing out. Did that flowers. take you back to the glory days? <laughs> the Carlos Boozer was just don't that Joe, get that Joe. <laughs> did you guys see that video? What are they doing with my man Carlos Boozer? Was that really? Did anybody see that video? I did not see so it. So of course he's giving out like betting picks because who isn't? Yeah, he's like I like the Jazz, but he <laughs> my man looks like a cartoon. Like I don't know. Oh, if with it the was, lineup, with the, see that? with the spray paint. They yeah, but he's, that's always been. Yeah. But like, I I don't think that was really Carlos Boozer. I think something's happened to Carlos Boozer, and I think we have a computer Body. robot. Stunt double. Yeah, is so, it AI perhaps? Yeah, kind of like the um the um that mf'er isn't real. Plain lady. Yes. That's not her. That is not her. <laughs> that is not a real human. And why is she all over the TL? I now. I her, don't know. I have her in the muted. She's in the it's, muted. It's probably she's best in the that muted. Alex Grinch is in the muted. Um, why though? Why would Alex Grinch be in the muted? Well, he cost me a tremendous amount of money. Uh, I, yeah. I needed two stops from the USC defense. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You know, well, why? Some... Serious question. Why okay. would you count on USC's defense to get you any stops? I only needed a couple. <laughs> I mean... I, because, like, Washington hasn't been playing that great. No. I think Washington's going to get clipped here soon. Or I, it just happens in the Pac-12 championship. I, I hope it happens in the Pac-12 championship, honestly. Me too, because the Ducks are – Here's my hot take. The wow, Ducks are a top four Cal. team in the country. I'm, I'm saying, like, on a neutral, I think they could compete. I don't think we could beat Alabama. Did you buy in on my 14-to-1 Alabama? Yeah. I'm, I'm what not, are they at now? I, I, I don't even check. I don't know, but I, I'm in. I'm, like, kind of in. I didn't even want to check yet. Um, Georgia kind of looks very vulnerable. Jalen Milrow season, kids. Yeah. They didn't can't even, even get futures right You know what now. was crazy? They didn't even have to... Um, oh, it's off the board? It looks like it right there. Well, let that's me, not let no, me we got it. Around. Okay, got so it? Michigan plus 225. Bama's down to 7-1. to one. There you go. Cut 14 in half to just one like to that. 7 to 1. In just one like weekend. Yeah. Against them, against them Tigers. Because if they won that game, now there's a couple, obviously they got a couple tough games coming up here, but if they get to the SEC championship game, I think they're live on a neutral against this Georgia team, especially because Georgia, I mean, we got to wait and see. But, man, if they don't have Brock Bowers in that game, I know he's just a tight end, but uh, he's the real deal.
I yeah. need that game. I need Alabama, and I need Georgia. I you need know, it this it, year. It's funny because we also hold Alabama to such a high standard, and rightfully so given what we've seen over the years. The Jalen Milrow in that offense at the beginning of the year just, just did not look good. I mean, you're cycling through quarterbacks, so I understand it. But in the end, if you're, if you're Nick Saban, you look at this team and go, I mean, you just get hot at the right time. That's really all that it comes down to. You beat LSU the way you did. You put up 42 points the way that you did. And, by the way, go over in that game, too, had the under. That was a... That was a whole other whole other issue. Yeah. But, like, you, you watch Alabama and you go, yeah, it's a certain culture. Like, I, I know it can be a cliche sometimes. We joke about heat culture or whatever. Culture does matter, especially in college sports. You're recruiting talent, oh, yeah. and they understand what they're buying into, and then there you go, and you have that. All right, we bring in our buddy Brad Evans, co-host live on the line every week. This is his time. This is his spot. This is when he comes on, hopped up hopefully on tequila just as we get ready for this game. You know, we could talk about where you are in this, Brad, what sides, what problems and totals. More importantly, though, we now have Aaron Rodgers not just walking around, Brad, but he's walking around comfortably. Is this guy back by December? Is this going to be the shortest comeback from a torn Achilles in the history of mankind? The Jets may be looking at themselves, just hang on, and then they get to the playoffs once Aaron Rodgers comes back in what feels like it's going to be a month. Yeah, it's almost unfathomable that if that's uh, remotely an option on the table, uh, considering how catastrophic normally uh, the recovery can be for anybody dealing with an injury. But, you know, I had an experimental surgery. Uh, you know, I'm no doctor, no MD. Uh, <laughs> thank God, sport, by the but, way, Brad. Uh, thank God. Some, yeah, thank goodness for that. <laughs> Nobody wants me near, a, you know, a scalpel. I could say that much. But, you know, he had some platelet, which was a rather bizarre uh, insert in the back of his heel. And it was supposed to help with the uh, tissue to grow more quickly and, and help and assist in uh, uh, expediting the overall recovery. But um, who knows, man? I mean, I, you know, it's anybody's best guess if he's going to be back on the field, but if he does uh, beat all the, you know, timeline in human history and, and returns to Jets in late fashion and can revive the fantasy status, uh, particularly of those shares of Garrett Wilson, we're hanging yeah. on to him in the fantasy playoffs. I'm totally down for it as a Garrett Wilson enthusiast, to say the least. Jets have some pretty impressive wins so far this year. Obviously, the Bills win in week one in OT, beat the Eagles at the crib. They're back home again against the Chargers, and we know what the Chargers do, Brad. Uh, they lose very winnable games. For me, it feels like a very good spot to back the Jets, at least to cover the number. How do you see this game flow going? Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a faster game than some people suspect just because of the nature of the L.A. Chargers and how they play. You know, Defensively, you're right. They're entirely leaky. Uh, I mean, the dam is cracked, and there's water gushing out of it right now in terms of them trying to stop anybody. Number 27 EPA per play defense on the season near the bottom barrel and uh, some of the EPA data defending the pass. So, Zach Wilson, you know, I jokingly always say he looks like a major D's from the Outback Steakhouse. Um, they actually resemble a reasonable NFL quarterback tonight. Uh, you know, chucking the pill uh, to Garrett Wilson in particular in this game. A lot of check down opportunities, I believe, are Brees Hall, who has been beastly to say the least in terms of the yards after contact for attempt numbers, missed tackle rates, which are just sky high and off the charts. Uh, so pull it all together. I, I'm kind of with you, Tristan, on this one. I like the Jets, but I'm all about sneaky first. And you guys know I love the SGP market. Oh, yeah. So the way I'm playing this game tonight uh, in that capacity, I think the Jets have the plus seven and a half. 
And I took the total down all the way to 33 and a half on BetMGM and bet the over on that. And if you put those two legs together, no uh, necessary Calvin Ridley seven-legger maneuvers uh, that you got to, you know, implement here. Just those two legs alone, it's plus 105 right now at BetMGM. So I think it's going to be a slightly higher scoring affair, as some people think. Uh, That's why we've seen the total creep up to 41 here recently at BetMGM. And I do believe, strangely, and I may be sticking a minute ahead, that Zach Wilson uh, will be a competent passer in this game, delivering the ball to his playmakers and being Brees Hall and also Garrett Wilson. Oh, yeah, I like that a lot. So, Brad, for the Chargers, like, they, they get off to a hot start, and then they really fall apart in the second half. you know. And now they're going against the Jets. And if you look at it, they played two top ten defenses, and they did nothing in those games. It was Dallas. It was Kansas City. No Palmer. If you're doing anything with player props, you know, is it Austin Eckler? Who else do you like for the Chargers now as they try to figure out that slot position? Because Quentin Johnston, they haven't really got him going. Who would you look at tonight if you want to play some uh, Chargers props? Oh, baby, you ready to get seduced oh, yeah. by that juice? Yes, guys? sir. How about a little Darnold <laughs> Parham Jr.? Uh, the college basketball season is underway. He's six foot eight. He could be like a you know post-up forward somewhere in the Big Ten. I think he's going to score a touchdown, and it's plus 400 right now for him to spike one at home uh, in that player props market at BetMGM. And you look at Parham, he's really starting to come on strong here. Uh, working in conjunction in tandem with Gerald Everett at the tight end position. You know, he had over 40 yards last week, kind of like him of the yardage. Mark only 16 and a half right now at Bet MGM. But zeroing in specifically on the touchdown prop, again, he's 6'8. Uh, the guy has seen 19 total targets this season. And you say, ah, oh, he, you know, he's barely registering a pulse right now, the box score. But of those 19 total targets, seven have come inside the red zone, and that's why he scored uno, dos, tres, cuatro, mi amigos, in terms of total touchdowns. And the Jets, the Jets have allowed the most tight end touchdowns of any team in the NFL this season with five that they have issued. So I think uh, there's a lot of value there on the market on Darnold, Parham Jr., anytime touchdown. I'll take the over 16.5 receiving yards. Uh, if you want to get crazy with cheese whiz and parlay also the over on receptions, it's only one and a half. I think the overs are all going to hit, and he's going to cash in handsomely tonight. So he could be the X factor in this game for the Chargers and them, uh, maybe scoring a victory here on a right coast trip across the country. Talking to Brad Evans, bet MGM tonight. Yeah, we know the Jets' defense, even against one of their weaknesses, clearly, as you just pointed out, is against tight ends. But that's one of the stronger defenses in the NFL. And clearly, that's the strong unit for the Jets, especially when you have, well, the roller coaster that is Zach Wilson week week by week out there. But you got Justin Herbert on the other side of things, certainly one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Do you feel more comfortable with the Jets' defense and what they can do to Justin Herbert? Or do you feel more comfortable with Herbert having a big game against this Jets' defense? Well, obviously, you got to go, uh, you know, with the talent side of things. And Justin Herbert, he's got beautiful, long, flowing hair, and I'm enormously <laughs> jealous of that. Uh, and also, the athleticism that is pouring out of every pore in his body, also very envious of that as well. Uh, you know, Herbert is just uh, uh, an electric arm and a guy that's uh, delivering a lot of clean and precise passes, particularly to Keenan Allen, also with the checkdown game to Austin Eckler, who's going to play a major factor, I feel, in the short field. The reason being is this. The Jets are number one in the National Football League in pressure percentage. Uh, They dial up the heat on 32.5% of opponent dropbacks. 
So as a result, uh, when the you know the temperature starts rising uh, on some of those dropbacks, I think Herbert uh, will ease uh, things by jumping it off in the short field. Austin Eckler and of course Keenan Allen running some uh, of those quick rant uh, slant routes and also some of those shallow crosses as well. So. I would err on the side of Justin Herbert having a nice game. I don't think it's going to be a stellar game by any stretch uh, with those DBs uh, lurking there in that Jets secondary. And that's why guys like Gerald Everett, guys like Darnold Parham, along with Austin Eckler, uh, could really be dirty workers operating over the middle of the field and underneath in coverage, working away from that talented secondary of the Jets. So I think all those guys, are going to play major factors in this game. But, yeah, I'll take my chips on Mr. Handsome. Uh, that is none other than Justin Herbert. I'm curious uh, your thoughts about how Brees Hall is going to do today because we know that oh. in the past uh, the Chargers' rush defense has been pretty bad, but it's gotten better this year. Feels like Brees Hall could have some opportunities in the receiving game. Like, what do you think yep. about him? Yeah, Tristan, I wager on the over 78.5 combined rushing and receiving yards. Well, we discussed this in all the gory detail on Live of the Line earlier today. And you look at uh, LAC, they're giving up 4.80 yards for just a running back position, 129.7 total yards per game uh, to plowshares as well. Four guys have gone over this in uh, the entire season. Uh, you know, number 27 as well on the EPA per play defense. And you look at all. Uh, a guy that is insane in the membrane in the advanced analytics, number six in yards after contact per attempt. He's forcing a missed tackle on third 26.8% of the time and has gone for at least 79 combined yards four times this season. So, yeah, I mean, I would be shocked. I would be floored if he get, a, you know, anything, uh, you know, shy of 15 to 16 touches in this game. I think he's going to do a lot of work in the pass game, and I think he's going to go well north of 80 combined yards. So if you want some Brees Hall action, whether it's uh, in the receiving yards market, I would bet the over on that number, or just say the combined yardage rushing, rushing and receiving on the 78 and a half at BetMGM and minus 115 Jews, and hopefully count your $100 bills later. Brad, I think we got about like uh, 30 seconds, 45, you think, Nick? Yeah, 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 we got a little bit. Okay, yeah, we got, we got a little bit of time. Uh, anything <laughs> that you like in college hoops the rest of the night? And by the way, happy holiday. This is a big day for us. Yeah, it's absolutely massive. I already want to bet on Oregon uh, coasting to an easy victory, 11-pointer against Georgia there in Las Vegas. Let's stay in Las Vegas. Uh, We got another game uh, tipping off here in about uh, 25 minutes. I love USC against Kansas State. I will lay the chalk of the minus three. I have that parlayed on Moneyline as well with Oregon. But uh, just go with the standard juice here. SC, enormously balanced. They have a ton of post size. Uh, they have a dynamic backcourt. Yeah, Brody James isn't going to play, but Isaiah Collier, I think, is going to be a true elite guard uh, no matter uh, what conference uh, we're talking about here at all of college basketball. Boogie Ellis is also back. So uh, with the defensive acumen of this team as well, uh, I think yeah. that bounce really going to disrupt the Kansas yeah. State team. And, look, I, I'm a member of the Tang Gang, oh, yeah. but no Tom yeah. in the yeah. lineup. USC roll. Love Brad. you, Brad. Brad, you're the best, man. Always <laughs> appreciate talking to you, buddy. Fight on, boys. Go Trojans. Let's go. There we go. It's BetMGM. Good council. <laughs> we'll be right back in just a few. Head over to BetMGM to place a better three. This is BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.